0: hello and welcome i'm regina your host and mindset coach this is the moms who achieve podcast where we discuss motherhood mindset money and everything in between to equip first generation change makers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action i am super ecstatic that you're here and i'm hopeful that with an open mind you'll leave with exactly what you came for let's go Hey y'all, so today I thought it would be amazing to go into a deeper dive into what an attitude is. What is our attitude? What does that mean for you, for me, for us as a collective? Why is it pretty much the most important aspect of creating the lives that we want, attracting the people we want, being our true selves, and just really creating a life experience That is like no other. Our attitudes are composed of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. It's a clear reflection of how we see ourselves, our environment, and the world around us. Napoleon Hill defined our attitude as a state of mind which the individual must create and maintain by methods of his own choice, by operations of his own, willpower based on motives of its own adoption. Now, I just said a mouthful, so I'm gonna go back and break this sentence apart because it is so powerful in us understanding the power that we have in creating literally our experience here. Because this sentence is so heavy with small things that you can miss if you're not paying attention. Because he tells us, one, our attitude is a state of mind. So it's not anything tangible, like it's not anything on the outside that you can see. It's not the clothes you're wearing. It's not what you have. It's not your friends. It's literally a state of mind within. He then points out that it's individualized. And that is why you can have children that are raised in the same environment and have completely different attitudes. That's why there's millions and millions of people here. And not one of us think alike. We all have different states of mind. But I love how he pointed out that it is created by that person, right? And it's also maintained by the methods that that person chooses. So this hits again on the importance of understanding the choice in this. It's very powerful because it allows us to understand that our attitude not only is our very own, but that we created it whether consciously or subconsciously, which is so awesome, because if you created it, you can also change it. It takes your power back. I've talked in previous episodes about we oftentimes don't make changes or create the situations that we want, because we are really stuck in the victimhood in our thoughts. We subconsciously believe that a lot of the things that are going on around us are with not within our control. And so if you can't control them, you're a victim and victims can never be victors of their situation, right? Like, if I'm here or doing this or in this situation based on my environment or based on the people around me, or based on my experience, then there's no fucking way that I can change that. So I love always pointing out the power that we have in anything because then it gives that power back to you. So, yes, if you create something, you can always change that. He then points out by operations of his own willpower. So this is by way that, you know, the person's own determination to create the lens of which they want to view the world. And this is done subconsciously as well, because, you know, many of us are walking around with all kinds of beliefs that we actually never created, but we will go to bat for, like those are facts to us. And so this helps us to understand like, no, these were created by your own operations, your own willpower, and that in talking to my clients, like beliefs, truths, facts, like literally your beliefs are just, Thoughts that you decided are true. So in a way, you know, we all are using these beliefs as facts in a lot of different ways that we don't even recognize it. And if we're not careful, we are creating experiences, situations that don't serve us because of the deep thoughts we have that we're not even realizing our choices. You have beliefs that you could literally let go of this instant that have never served you, will never serve you and will keep you on the hamster wheel of getting the results that you don't want. But we first have to be aware of that. And then lastly, he says that these operations are based on the motives of his own adoption that we have adopted in our minds, again, either consciously, you know, if you've been doing this work, or most likely, if this is all new to you subconsciously as a child from the people around you. So I loved setting the stage with that quote from Napoleon Hill, because it was so just powerful and full of different pieces, that if you just meditate on that statement alone, you'll be able to see just how much of your attitude, you know, the lens that you're looking to the world with is causing and bringing about the results that you are getting, most of which you likely, you know, don't feel is serving you. And it gives you the power to create what it is you want. So I want to talk more about that on a personal level for me. And what I think, when I think about attitude, give y'all some resources um, from the people I've studied and how I have really gained awareness around how important the attitude I choose is in getting the results I want, creating the environment I'm in. And I'm going to give you some tips that I think were really powerful for me on how I created a successful attitude. Many people, you know, we're all individualized. We all go about this work differently, but these are ways that I found were very helpful for me. And when I'm helping clients, how they have been able to also create that Successful attitude that's going to serve them and bring about the results that they really want. And of course, you know, people speak about successful in a lot of different ways. But I want to point out here that when I'm using successful, what I really mean, and that's usually in any context is the results we're wanting. Is happening, Right. So I want to have a positive attitude. I want to be able to embrace any situation coming my way. I want to be able to process emotions and not push them away. I want to be able to, you know, even down to smiling at someone I don't see speaking to people, you know, starting a conversation, putting myself out there like that is a successful attitude for me. We always go to this specific, you know, image in our mind when we think about success. And it's totally you really moving towards the goal that you have on the topic that we're talking about. No matter what it is you do, if you decide to take it on, if you decide to do something differently, which route you take, remember to take it easy. There's no rush. If you do nothing else but just gain awareness around your current experience, your current thought processes, processes. Everything is already within. And so if nothing else, if we can be more aware than what we need at any given time or space, it always comes to us. No need to feel overwhelmed or write these down and do these. What we need comes even when we aren't aware of it. We just may miss it if we aren't careful. So awareness, being aware is the most important tip that I can give you because as long as you're aware and you're paying attention, you're going to pick up what your spirit is putting down for you. And none of this is meant to send a message that myself or even other people I look up to or aspire to be like that. I even believe anyone always has the perfect positive attitude because I also am learning that, you know, every emotion is okay; They're all valid. They should be felt. There's no good or bad. All emotions are to be acknowledged and embraced so we can feel them and feel through them and not just try to push them away by doing other things. Right. That's a whole nother episode. So the better we are at this, we'll experience all things fully. So please don't take any of this as kind of a notion that you should be positive all the time or anything like that. Because I honestly think those kind of messages are extremely weird. You know, we are whole beings with whole experiences. And I'm learning that life is 50-50, right? Like joy wouldn't be so amazing if we didn't experience pain. Everything has an opposite. And so acknowledging everything, feeling everything for me, is the human experience. When I think about our attitudes and why it's even important to spend any amount of time on this, it goes back to reaching our goals, right? Like we have things we want to do. We all want to evolve into our higher selves, attract certain experiences. If you're listening, you've got something that you're wanting to have or be for yourself, for your life, your family, something you want to give back to the world in some kind of way. And that's impossible without a positive attitude. I truly believe that without an attitude of gratitude, of expectancy, of, you know, the glass being half full, you cannot be Oscar the Grouch and out here catching these blessings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Even if you catch the blessings, you won't even experience it as such without the right attitude. So on this journey to maintaining a positive attitude, I found, you know, a few tips, action steps, if you will, that helped me. And so I'm going to share them with you guys. I have five, I believe that I'm going to talk about. And I know for a fact that it's helped me to elevate in my work on creating and maintaining my own positive attitude. And that's going to look different for all of us. All right, so let's jump into it you already know that number one is gonna be awareness. Your understanding of your reality is the basis of you elevating, changing things, being aware of how you are, being aware of hmm, what kind of attitude do I have? You know, many of us don't think like that. Many of us are just like, especially if you've not done this work, you're just caring about your day as your normal self, right? Which means as the person you've always been. And so in order for us to change, we must be aware because if you're creating a different version of you, if you're evolving, you have to be aware of what that person would do, how they would talk, how they would walk, how they would carry themselves, how they would deal with conflict, right? And I'm sure 10 times out of 10, even in the smallest way, that is going to be different than how your current self does all of those things. And that's because your current self is based on the past. You know, everything that you do, how you talk, what you believe to be true is all based on past experiences, whether it be Oh, I was just taught that this is just what we always did. This is how I feel. This has just always been me being aware of that because when you're aware, then you realize the power you have and actually changing that you can literally change every part about you. And it's also important to be aware because your specific experience in this world is totally based on your thoughts because your thoughts create a feeling those feelings create certain action and that is what creates your reality the actual actions that you take the and they're always driven by the thoughts you have so if you aren't aware this is how I think about this this is what I think about this person that person these kinds of people these situations these careers like if you're not aware of those initial thoughts like how can you troubleshoot why do I do these things? Why do I act like that? Why do I respond that way to this? I mean, you can't because you have to kind of go deeper and figure out where that is coming from. And being aware also helps you to realize that your reality is literally just what you perceive to be true. It's what you have decided is true. Same kids, same household, and they have different experiences, right? Because that's their own reality. You know, you could be someone in your family where they all behave a certain way. They think a certain way and you're totally different. That boils down to your thoughts about things, how you feel about things, your awareness around that. And so when we learn that our reality, right, like what we believe to be true or fact is really not fact at all, we can let go of this need to be right right we can we can I feel like a lots of conversation like for example politics religion parenting you know those bigger concepts we oftentimes especially in big groups or if you see it on social media like get into these big old fights about these things and it's because everybody has to be right my way is the right way and I experienced this you know years ago when I first started questioning my beliefs around a lot of different things and I realized huh These aren't actually my beliefs. They came from my experience. I was told that this was true and damn it, it may not be. Oh, wow. It doesn't have to be. Oh, I get to create what's true. And so starting questioning everything. But before I did that, like I would cut off situations, cut off conversations. Like, no, like I'm not trying to hear anything outside this box because this is right. And this is what it's supposed to be. And if you're not doing it, you don't believe it. You're fucking wrong. But as I realized, whoa, my beliefs, quote, my facts are literally just sentences that I chose are true. And I can change those anytime. Like I just get super excited thinking about it because if we can just understand this basic concept, we would just pull so much power back. You know, if you would just think about it, how much of victims we play and I mean victims as in. This is just how it is. This is how it's always been. I can't change this because if you think of something as fact, how can you change it? There is no changing. And so if you think about your beliefs just around anything, anything you're struggling with, whatever it is, you're like, damn, I was never able to change that because for me, that was a fact. But when you switch it up and you start learning No, that's a thought that I chose to make my belief. You can go and identify that thought and do the work from there and change it. And that's with anything. A lot of coaches call it thought errors, like shit that we think is really true. It's like, yeah, no, that's not true, actually. That's true for you. You have made that true for yourself. So awareness for me is always going to be number one. And as I said before, even if you stop here, you're going to attract what it is you need to get where you wanna be right? Whatever experience you want to have, evolution, whatever, when you're aware, I mean, when you see shit, like when you work constantly to stop living subconsciously, or I should say, stop living unconsciously, you become aware of a lot of things, right? Like we, I'm aware of so much stuff. Even down to like social media, there was a point in time where I was constantly on it on my phone. And if you had told me on the outside, I'd have like, no, you're tripping. But I decided, you know what, I want to see, you know, I want to, I want to assess, is this true for me? Because I started, like my spirit, like started putting that in my mind, I'm like, am I on social media too much? Or am I scrolling when I shouldn't be? And I put screen time on my phone just to kind of calculate, see what I'm doing. I'm like, God damn, I really am. And then that made me more aware of when I'm around my loved ones and I'm scrolling for what? So now when I, not that it doesn't happen, but when it does, I instantly am aware of it. And I can make a different choice that came from me being aware. The second one, I feel like when you become aware of something, if you want to focus on something specific, or maybe whole, however you want to do this, your instant, it your instant reaction is change, 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 I'm gonna just change that. Well, what are we going to change it to? So you must take the time to create the attitude you want to have, right? Like, okay, I'm going to be positive now. What does that mean for you? Take some time. Journal. What area do you feel like your attitude is not serving you? And journal, how you want to show up there. There has been amazing research that proves, not suggest, proves that when we write, we can convert that to actual facts, right? Like actual experiences, because as you're writing, there's something about like writing, thinking at the same time, like the whole point journaling is where it's at. And it doesn't have to be a thousand pages a day, right? Even if you journal a few minutes a day, but what I like to do and I still do, I'm constantly evolving, right? So I didn't create this attitude and then that's just it. That's my attitude forever, right? Because as I level up and I experience different people, situations, places, I have to, Um, evolve right as a person so number one let me slow down I'm getting passionate and when I do I talk way too fast (laughs) that's one thing I have picked up on since podcasting I see exactly what people are talking about like whoa chill out you want to create the attitude that you want to have you want to really write this story you know how do I show up in conflict what is my baseline attitude when I wake up in the morning? How do I want to address people? Like I would literally answer these questions, right? How do I want to deal with quote unquote negative situations? How do I want to address my children in Good times in times where they're frustrating me. When I experience frustration, I want to, you know, whatever. And remember, we don't want to get rid of negative emotions. We just want to have and create an attitude that is serving us. So answer the questions of how you want to show up with yourself when you hear your thoughts, that critical part of you, when it is saying things to you or make you want to um, be negative towards yourself? Like, how do you want to deal with that? How do you want to deal with someone else at work in your experience around you that is having a hard time and maybe taking that out on you? What energy do you want to bring to new places where there are new faces, people you do not know, Like, ask these questions and just journal about that. What does a positive attitude look like to me? Why is it important to have a positive attitude? How does that serve me? How does that serve the people around me? How does that serve the world? Answering these questions will help you understand how important it is and it further drives the awareness that you'll have when you aren't resembling the positive attitude that you want to have because it's going to happen. This is like an ebb and flow situation. We're not going to always have it together. But if we are aware, we know what attitude we want to have when something else shows up, we can quickly adjust The third tip is something called visioneering. I'm going to find a really good YouTube video for you to watch to help explain visioneering because that's a whole episode in itself as well. But basically our imagination is so powerful and we're taught that that's for children. Having this creative imagination and making up these stories and, you know, all the things that kids do, like they get into that play mode and they're super immersed in that, that that's a kid thing. And so unfortunately, I personally believe it happens in school. When we start going to school, you get less and less time for that. They don't make room for that. And I mean, it could happen at home as well, but anyone, any place with that schoolish mindset, I really feel like that is where our imagination is really kind of stomped out of us as we get older, but it's really one of the best modalities to creating the life you want. It's actually one of our six higher faculties and many of us don't use it at all. We get real analytical and we use, you know, that logical side of our brain. We don't really tap into, I think that's the right side so much, But this is where the power lies because our minds literally create a reality. So if you can visionize what it is you want, and that looks like you've already created the attitude you want. You have this person, this higher self of yours that you're evolving into. The more that you can imagine that, the more that you can be in that space, the more it becomes reality. So you wanna see, feel, and be completely immersed in that person you wanna be. For some, that looks like, Meditating and just, you know, sitting quietly thinking of this person, or you can think of a certain situation and you see yourself responding in a certain way that you've not yet grasped and doing it every day. There's like ways that you can record yourself talking about this new person as first person and listening to that while you're sleeping. Self hypnosis is really what that is. And I talked about that in previous episodes. But you visionize what you want and then you imagine it, you create this story and you really get into it because when we feel something, it becomes reality. Our emotions, those feelings we have are just vibrations and they bring things into our experience. You become that of which you visionaire I love talking about this experience and it. I love listening and watching people's stories on what it's done for them and I feel like it's a fairly new concept. Not many of us are aware of it. But again, once you become aware, you can't push it back. So I'm going to include a link for you. Watch it and practice it. See how it feels for you. I would love to know how this goes for you and how it served you and what you think. You know, what was hard about it because it is new. If you've not done it, it's very different, especially because, like I said, we've been conditioned to believe that imagination and creates heavy and Creativity and daydreaming is something for children, but that's the true power in creating the life that we want. Next, I'm going to talk about the power in being. When we talk about, everybody's heard of law of attraction, but there's actually a law before then, right? So in order to attract something, you must be in vibration for that. So there's a law of vibration that happens first because in our, you know, we're all full of frequencies and vibrate. We're all energetic. Um, we, we energetically connect to everything around us. And so when we are in vibration with something, we can only attract that. So John Canary actually did an amazing job on a uh, conference I was listening to on explaining, like, you cannot have something until you be something. So I can if I'm talking to you about, you know, I want to be a public speaker and I want to speak to lots of people and give value and serve the community. I will never have that experience until I am that. So that looks like me walking, talking, carrying myself as the person who public speaks. It's not some far out thing. So you want to act like the exact attitude that you created for yourself. This is training your brain, you know, changing your thoughts which creates a different feeling for you and then brings different results. We must act, look and feel like who we want to become. There's a really good YouTube video that my friend Shania sent me and I really like her page. And she talks about this, like us being what it is we want to attract and speaking about like oftentimes when we talk about manifestation or We talk about attracting something we want. Like, why is it not here yet? Why is it not, you know, this and that? And it's like the person who already has that wouldn't even be bothered with that, right? Like literally, say you want to be a millionaire. You're you're the whole point of being, you know, the law of vibration is how would you act if you were a millionaire? What would you think? What decisions would you make? That is so powerful because what it does is it taps into your higher self everything you need is already here your higher self is already here and when we think from that person we behave as that person i want to be an amazing life coach i want to really create spaces for my clients where they tap into everything already within by asking questions by sharing space holding space for them what kind of questions would that person ask what kind of energy would I bring to a call? How would I speak to my clients? How would I speak to people around me? If I wanna grow my coaching practice, hmm, if I want to, you know, have a full coaching practice and have it as a full time gig, right? That is what I do for a living. How would I attract the right people into my world? It would start with me putting myself out there, right? Me getting to know more people. Literally, when you think of that person, I want to be healthy and fit. I want to be X amount of pounds. Okay. I want to have a positive relationship with food. Okay. Well, when that person is around 15 different desserts, how would that person decide how much to eat, what to eat, when to eat? How would that person navigate nutrition? If I'm a busy mom, how would someone who has a healthy relationship with food, who's physically fit, who feels amazing in their body, how would they plan their meals? How would they ensure that those foods are ready when they need them? Right. So think of the goal that you have. It doesn't even matter. I want to have. A open relationship with my children where they talk to me about anything that's bothering them. They come at me with any issues they have with me or whatever. That doesn't just happen. How would a mother like that show up for her children in times where it's difficult? How would I show up in the morning when I first see them? How would I show up when we have a long time? How would I create a long time? How would I handle when they piss me off? How would I handle? When things are going so great in your relationship, same. Just think of any goal that you have and think of the person and you have the answer. That's the beautiful thing. You already have the answer within. We just have been conditioned to move so fast, so fast. And then also someone else has the answer for us. And again, in my opinion, that happens in childhood. We've been told what to do. Someone else has the better answer for us. We don't, a lot of times have space to think on our own. We oftentimes are spending most of our days doing something for someone else. And so that skill is lost, but it can definitely be brought back. So think of the goals you have and just tap into your inner knowing, quiet yourself and just ask yourself, what would I be doing in that situation? If I were that person, remember, this is an evolving topic, right? What attitude you create for yourself now is not going to be the same attitude that you create for yourself in a year and six months. Like at any time you may elevate and decide, oh, this is not really serving me. Or as you've been listening to this podcast, if you've been listening to me, I know for a fact without a doubt that you have leveled up. So how you think now is not how you thought six months ago. And what that means is you attract different concepts to yourself. Six months ago, you were on a different frequency, which means that there's different concepts that someone could say to you, but you didn't. Now you can process them differently. Now you can hear something and it kind of drops a seed for you. Whereas six months ago, it would have went over your head or would not have hit the way it does now. So we're constantly evolving and the more we hear something, the more we perceive it, the more we think about it, the higher frequency that we are tuned to. And so then we attract different things. So with that being said, this is not a one and done. I'm going to complete this person. That's it. This is a lifelong journey and looking at it as such. And I think that takes off a lot of pressure of us needing to have it right. I need to create the perfect attitude. What is the next best step for you? what is one small thing that you can do to change your world right and start there everything else will come into place there is no race you're exactly where you're supposed to be so my last tip is going to be around that you know doing your journaling creating like an audio of the person you want to be and constantly listening to that because that's a form of self-hypnosis that really helps you to bring something into your reality because you've now changed it to a deep inner knowing Bruce Lipton is really good at helping us to understand that We can change and break down paradigms or belief systems that aren't serving us. And I think he has, I did a podcast on this before, three main ways to do that. So I'm going to tag him because he's doing some amazing work in this field to help us with the tools, right? I can tell you, oh, you can create the life that you're wanting for yourself. So we want to remember that our attitude is driving the bus. It is what determines the direction we're going to take. And the amazing part about it is that we have 100% control over our attitude, how we want to be, show up, respond. It's all on us. A lot of things that we have 100% control over. So with all of that being said, we want to make sure that we're taking small steps. These tips that I've given you, they may or may not work for you, but I guarantee if you try them out, if they don't work out for you, what works for you will come to you. Take small steps, do the work and find what works for you. You don't have to take or follow, you know, these exact steps or do what I'm telling you to do, because your journey is always going to be different from other people. The way you perceive things, the way you learn, how we experience deep insights differently and on different timelines. When you do have an amazing, insightful moment like that's going to look differently from other people. It may not look anything like how it looks for me. I'm sharing my experience for you to start thinking about it. The whole point of this is me bringing awareness to you all that I believe that we need to have a positive attitude. We need to constantly check in with our attitudes and that's by way of awareness and the other modalities that I use that worked for me. You need to ensure that you know your attitude is serving you and if it's not serving you, you can create another one. If it's already serving you and everything is good for you, then great. You can still benefit from following and trying out these steps because, again, we are always in the place and space to evolve. From giving these concepts a try and seeing if it elevates you, I'll guarantee that it evolves you in some kind of way because that's how it works. No matter where we are, when we're doing any amount of work, we always attract what we need. And to wrap it up, here is our mom's shout out for this week. This week, mom's shout out goes to my friend, Brandy Dawkins. She, I actually met her in uh, high school. So we hung out in high school a little bit. Uh, We, I think I would, we lived so close that we rode to school together. We would drive to school together. So we got close in those conversations. Um, And I've always stayed in touch with her since. She's always had an amazing spirit. So Brandy has two children with her husband, Corey. And her and Corey actually are in business together. So we have that in common. My husband and I um, do our real estate investing together. So that's cool. They're both realtors. They work together. They also are investors as well. So I've like hit up Brandy for different tips and questions. And she's always so super helpful. Anytime I've reached out to her, she is amazing at what she does. When we have looked at properties with her, she was patient. She was kind. She had the, y'all, I'm like the worst. Like I'll have you doing so much more than you should be doing. And she was always patient with me in that process. And I saw on Facebook, she just hit her 100 homes sold in real estate. She's very passionate about what she does. And when I asked her what achievement looked like for her, this is what she said. For her right now, achievement is actually helping individuals become homeowners especially individuals that think being a homeowner is impossible for them and how beautiful that is because I constantly see her online posting closings with folks who this is the best time of their life. Like how many, and it may even be you and it was us at one point we were unable to purchase a home and then we kind of gave up a little bit and it took someone like Brandy to know you can do this and I can walk you through those steps. So, whether it's a home, whether it's achieving any kind of goal, people like Brandy, I feel like they're doing amazing work out here to help people discover what they don't know about themselves. When people come to Brandy, they're kind of toying with the idea of actually owning a home because maybe it's a goal that they've had, but they're like, eh, maybe, maybe not. And for her to take them with her patience, her skill set, she knows the area. For her to take them through that process of, well, it's a thought, maybe I would like to, to, I'm a homeowner now. Like, that's amazing. And that can be used metaphorically for anything, even in this work. When you think, oh, I couldn't be that kind of parent. I would like to be, but, and then you go to being that, like, that was my experience. At one point, I never would have said that I'm not going to hit my children anymore, right? So just an example of how you can go from a thought of something you want it to be to actually being that person. So I love that Brandy is using her skill set, serving the community by way of helping people to to actually gain a piece of real estate when they didn't think they could. I love that. So thank you, Brandy, for everything you're doing. I'm going to tag. All of her links for y'all, if y'all are in the Indianapolis area, and I believe she's also working in Georgia, her and her husband will get you together. I know from personal experience. Make sure you hit her up, have a conversation. I constantly am seeing her post about people closing. She really dedicates herself to finding you exactly what you're looking for. And again, y'all know this from personal experience, so check her out. Even if you think, I can never own a home, but I wish I could, reach out to her. Have a conversation. Let her tell you the steps because oftentimes we just don't understand how to get from point A to B and she'll break that down for you. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend, subscribe and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. I would love to hear what you think about the episode. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Achieve. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.